Welcome back to episode, what, 11 now? I can't believe I'm on 11. Episode 11 of the Church Girl Podcast. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm like, I know I say that every time I, I start an episode that I'm so excited. But I really, truly am excited for this episode because I've been trying to get this episode <laughs> together with this young lady for like a, almost a month now. <laughs> it like, hasn't been a month. It's been, girl. <laughs> It's been like it a good not two, three been a month. It's, it's been a minute, but we're here now, so that's okay. Um, but yes, I finally have my special guest in the building, none other than Miss Tiana Nilani herself. I'm so Clap glad you didn't put your red name. Should put I, a little woo applause yeah, in do there. That, I think I did that last. I think I did that last episode. I'm definitely. Yeah, I heard I'm, it. I'm definitely. Gonna I was like, it. oh, she's starting to add more. Don't worry about it. I got it in control. Trust me. Trust me. But I'm so happy to have you here because I often talk about, like, my own personal experience with relationship. But as I was telling you kind of before we got started, I would love to, like, start to incorporate more perspectives on relationship. Because I, and I'll say this, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I don't feel like I have the only correct interpretation of relationship. Yeah. Like, I just know what I know because of what God has told me and revealed to me and confirmed for me. But because I know that and because I know how unique my experience is with relationship, I also know that other people who identify with the concept of relationship, they, in some form or fashion, have that same understanding. Yeah. At least of the way that I, I understand it. And, and if that makes sense. No, I get you. I get you. So I kind of just wanted to, and also kind of spoke about, you know, wanting to also show the kind of of people that I, I surround myself with that don't put stressors on my relationship because mm-hmm. I, I view relationship with God like any relationship like it is definitely about the environment it's definitely about you know the the energy and the people that you kind of have around that mm-hmm. and, and how they influence that and I think it's very important that when you are looking for a relationship although it is such a unique and personal experience it's always great to have those people around you who you can identify oh yeah they know they understand or at mm-hmm. least they're trying to understand what relationship is and so when I have these moments where I'm so confused I do have somebody who can kind of give me some reassurance because they may have gone through this and can give me some insight or something like that and you know God he um he he encourages that we surround ourselves with people who yes. understand relationship in yeah. terms of how we understand it. Um, and I think too, you know, that it, it it helps you develop in ways that you wouldn't have developed had you not surrounded yourself with those people. And also just gives you different it gives you perspective. Yeah. You know, our walks are all different and you said it, you know, before, like we Though we both have relationship with God, we live totally different yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like we have completely different experiences yes. with a lot of different things. But because of relationship, we still got that like I, I don't know what it is about you, T, but I really feel like I've known you all my life. <laughs> maybe, maybe we have spiritually we could. Yeah, have, and that's the thing. Know? That's something that I've I've thought about a lot lately as well. Like I truly believe in the concept that spirits live forever, mm-hmm. and that we just cycle through what we know to be life at the time. And I truly believe in, like, soulmates in every form, not just yes. romantically. Yes. So I feel like we do come in contact with energies that they feel so bound mm-hmm. because they are. And because that's the way that God created that. But 
I understand what you're saying. Like, definitely, I believe in the 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 because I, I again, and it might part of it might be because I did grow up in church, so I was always you know taught the importance of fellowship. Yes, and so it's something that I, I refer back to quite a bit. Although I don't technically, uh, what's the word? I don't technically identify with what I feel like at the time was traditional Baptist Christianity. Mm-hmm. I'm not all the way fully there anymore, but relationship is something that I'm not doubtful of at all. Right? Yeah. Like at all. Like I'm. I've. 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 I've done my spiritual like. Ex- this, uh, exploration and discovery in that sense and I, I know that it is God for me in whatever form he may shape I'm or shape or form he may take you know I'm so glad you said that because I, I've been on this you know as I'm as I'm growing into a woman and yes. you know my brain is developing yeah um, I am I'm keeping an open mind to things and I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm ready to start to study other um I would. I wouldn't even want to say religions because I believe it's all one. Yeah, and this yeah. may be crazy for people to hear, but we are. I believe we are all under the same deity. Yeah, and man over time has just construed it to be whatever they wanted it to be yeah. to fit what they wanted for that time yeah. and period. And I think that we're now in a world where people aren't controlled by their religion and if you saw me you could see my air quotes quotes. (laughs) because religion is not what god intended Mm -hmm. he is not god religion was never what he intended and i believe um you know i was talking to my girlfriends last night and we were just talking about how um my pastor she is such an amazing woman and (laughs) we'll get back to that but uh she she always said something that you know what you read in the bible is for you and everything in the bible that is there is not for everyone mm-hmm. and i think that is where people oh girl <laughs> you just spoke a word you should oh girl you and just i think a word. that's where people get confused and people are like well the bible's so hypocritical or, or the bible's contradicting and it's mm-hmm. like Yes, but you have to spend that time with God first to know what you need to go and get out of yeah. the Bible for your life in that season. Yeah. And I think that's where the big disconnection is. And because I think that I think humans in general, we all we need, we feel the need for like indoctrination and routine and 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 sameness control. Yeah, we 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 just have this we have this need to like create this hierarchy mm-hmm. or like this class system something that is something that is the definition of division. Oh, but we use it well, as just a way about to say that, but we use it as a way to unify ourselves, mm-hmm. which is such an oxymoron. It's messed up, like, it is. But it's, it's, oh. it's how we function for some reason, and I feel it's that way because Ooh. it is the it's the epitome of. And we get so deep right now, but it's the epitome <laughs> of the spirit and the flesh at war with one another like something about that flesh just cannot let you go of control <laughs> girl i'm trying to tell you it's something it's about it's a, constant, it's a constant, constant battle and you know something one of my spiritual leaders he said this before you know um with, with just with jesus walk you know he he denied his flesh daily yeah and in your walk with God in your relationship, it's a constant denial of flesh yeah. daily. It's not something that, you know, um, 
it, it's not something that keeps going and going. You have to daily yes. decide that I am going to deny yeah. this part of myself because that part of yourself, most of the time, it's 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 the part of yourself that's insecure. It's the part of yourself yes. that that's fearful. It's the part of yourself. It's that's the part of yourself that so hinders you, yeah, hinders you from, from, your from your everything yeah. that God wants you to yes. have in life and wants you to experience. And I'm like. Oh, if people only knew. And I'm, I got this training as a as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize what I was getting at the time. But I took note of it. Yeah. And I kept it in my head. Because I'm like, you know, I know I'm going to need this. I just don't, I don't know when. Yeah. Because as a kid, it's, that's, that's cool. When. It sounds cool. But I don't really know what that is. Like, yeah. I, I don't know I how I'm going to apply I haven't gotten into a situation this. yet where <laughs> I'm dealing with a particular young man. And I really don't want to act like a child of God right now. I ain't got that <laughs> Oh, yet. I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. <laughs> but even in that, like, and that's something that I think, again, when, you, when you're, when I, I call them baby newborn Christians. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's the idea of, or it's, for me, it's it's people who, they, they are not very familiar with what actual relationship is, but they've heard things or they've had experiences that haven't truly, I feel, haven't truly been uh, representative of what God is and what God can do mm-hmm. because it's so wrapped up in humans and, and what they've portrayed it to be. Yeah. And so there are a lot of people who are at this crossroads where they are they're wanting to embrace God, but because of what they retain about religion from the, their influences or what they see in front of their face, mm-hmm. they feel so like doubtful, so fearful, so so at, even at times like it it, it it's like I, I wanna know what this is because it sounds dope and it looks dope and I identify with this person who seems to understand how to navigate this but i don't want to feel so limited and so restrained and so and that's the man boxed in and that's the man part that's the flesh part that's the flesh part and it's so and it's like as soon as you understand or understand the concept that surrenderance to god is not the same thing as surrenderance to man at all completely different things it's two completely different concepts it's like there it. there are parallels that i can explain to you mm-hmm. in in human way because it's it's easy to relate that way but when it truly when things come to god you have to put trust first and it's hard to do when you've only learned how to trust through flawed human beings mm-hmm. and then you ha- you you you're now trying to force yourself to trust this this perfect being not even realizing what perfect means, which means that he can never hurt you. He can never do any wrong to you. He can never put you in a situation that you regret. You might feel painful for a moment, but later on, because of the trust that you maintain, you understand, oh yeah, that's why that hurt that time. <laughs> so that I can know better this time or so that I can see this coming this time or whatever, whatever. But we have such a hard time again getting past the flesh that that my flesh feels like it has control and so it won't let me trust or love God the way that I, I need to to get from God what I need to get from him. And it's not even like it's a parasitic relationship. It's it's truly the, the love that a parent has. <laughs> right. You're like, the parasite in the relationship. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> but and, but the, again, that's I the got difference. a perfect story for that. I, I I'll share it later. But yeah, I have the perfect like, story. But, for that. Uh, but again, that's the distinction between mm-hmm. man and God. You, it's it's not a parasitic relationship, not and it can never be because it is truly, for me, the way that I view it, it is truly the love that a parent has for a child, and vice versa. But like a hundred times that, 
hundred times, if that, because we can still have because our because our our parents are flawed, they still can do things that hurt our feelings or make us feel like they at times may not love us or right. may not yeah. care about us. But with God, that's never the case, and so that bond is like it it becomes top tier. Like a, a lot of people can easily say. Man, I don't care about nobody else but my mama. Bro, if you say something to my mama, you you come crazy at my mama. It's just whatever. Like, a lot of people got that love, that loyalty, that trust for moms. Mm-hmm. Imagine having that for God. Because, you know, your mom still piss you off at times. She still yeah. get up out on your business and you you ignore her phone call for a couple of days. And, and Like, I'll, I'll talk to her Yeah. Later. <laughs> but you don't get that chance with God because he's omniscient. Yeah. He's he's. In your brain, he's everywhere, everywhere at all times. <laughs> Every you know, you, you cannot hide day. from him at all. You can't hide your feelings, your thoughts, your motives, none of that. He knows what's on your heart at all times. People say that jokingly. I think I said that last episode, but people say that jokingly all the time. God knows what's on my heart. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he really does. He definitely does. Mm-hmm. So you better be trying to make and sh- make sure that your heart is right because he knows it. He knows it better than you do. <laughs> Absolutely, but. Yeah, I, I, we definitely got off on a tangent, but you said that you had a story. <laughs> yes, so that, you know, you were saying about how it's not a, a, a parasitic yes. parasitic relationship. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> for a while, you know, my walk with God has been very interesting um, just because I, it's been like a relationship that I've been in and out of. And I'm like, that is almost parasitic in a way because it's a person a, a parasite is someone who who feeds off of you yes and it was like i was feeding they don't contribute anything yeah and for a moment i had to like I, i'm a very reflective person yeah it's something that has been you know just it's just been something i've had to do it started with my parents and then eventually you know in school i had to reflect on a lot of things mm-hmm. i was like assignments that was our assignment to yeah, reflect, yeah. to, you know, write down what your thoughts and how you process things. And mm-hmm. as a child, I didn't understand, but as I've become a woman, I'm so grateful for it because it gives me the opportunity now to reevaluate myself and everything that I do. And with my, you know, my, my relationship with people um, and I'm constantly evaluating myself and with people. And then I, I it was maybe up a maybe a year or two ago I had to like sit down no it's probably it's been a year I I sat down and I was like because I I kept seeing this pattern with myself and I kept seeing you know me like in like well some a specific person in and out of my life and I couldn't yeah I'm like what why why are you doing this like this doesn't feel good like I I I don't Mm, I don't like this God showed you yourself he showed me myself and this is a year ago and I'm like Oh my goodness, God, I didn't even realize I had been mm. doing this to you. Like a part of me knew, but like I didn't understand that that's how God was feeling. Yeah. And it not even necessarily how he was feeling, but he needed you to understand that this is what you're attempting to do here. But and I'm this doing, ain't his work. And, the, and and I was like, oh, oh. Mm. And it made me have so much more patience for this particular person mm. because I'm like, I was just doing this. Yeah. I, I was just in the same mindset if it wasn't you know if it wasn't what I wanted at the time for myself I'm just gonna step away Mm. (laughs) and and you know and for and with my relationship with God just to give you give you some visual to this um you know I had been um let's say 
I became a minister-elect when I was 17. And at this time, I was, you know, a youth counselor, so I was over the children. Um, and I had graduated high school, and, you know, I went off to college, so that slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting into other things that, like, I was just trying to experience things, yeah, yeah, worldly yeah. things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, well, I know I can't serve God and try to be out here. Yeah, so just that like, wasn't, yes, and it wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. the case, and I didn't know how to how to put the two together. I didn't know how to say, God, okay, I want to experience things as a young woman, but I also don't, I don't want to leave from your presence. I didn't know how to do that at the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was just like. To, to find that balance. Yeah. They don't teach you balance. No. They, they they refuse to teach balance in the church. But I can't say that. Starting out. Well, for me personally. Yes. And and that's where our experiences are different. Yeah, because yeah. I grew up in a kind of church, like, starting out, yes, I went to a Baptist church up until I was maybe 10 or 12 years old. And then we had stopped going to church for a while. My mom had completely just stepped back. And I was like, you know, I was mom's girl. So whatever mom did, I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mom, like, I was about 14, 13 or 14 years old. And we started going to a different church. And it's called non-denominational. Mm. That is the practice. And what that is, is meaning that you don't claim a, a, a division of religion. Like Baptist or culture. You don't or, claim it. Yeah. You are you are solely um, you're, you're just Christian. You're just you just believe in, in God and you believe in Jesus and you believe in in what he came to do for us. That's that's what non-denominational is. It's not about oh, how do I serve this way or, or you know. Um, what is the correct way to serve? Yeah, or, yeah. or what what how, what traditions do our church our, go yeah, by, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? That, that's or the like, better way to say it. Like, yes, what tradition that, are mm-hmm. we following? What yeah. tradition? Because that's what religion is. It's tradition yeah. passed on generation, through generations generation. and generations yeah. and generations. That's, that's religion. I didn't practice that. I practiced, I was taught how to develop that relationship. And that's what I mean. I didn't realize what I was being taught at the time until I'm like, now I'm out in the world and I'm seeing and I'm like, I'm meeting different people. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you have no idea who God is. I'm like, I didn't know what I was learning, but I was learning who he he truly is and what he's truly about. And that's why I say, you know, um, when, when it comes to studying his word, that is that how to study his word is the most important thing. It's not even the act, but it's how do I study this? How yeah. do I gain what God is trying to get to me? And, you know, just I know I'm kind of like bouncing back between. No, but, I, but I, I'm following <laughs> you. I'm getting subjects. But to, to go back to that relationship, that is where it starts. And that's where it started for me. Um, I was about learning to study yeah learning to study and I was 19 when I really started to study study like I had become a minister elect like I had been going through classes and all of this but I hadn't really you know decided to sit down with God and see what he wanted me to do outside of my leaders yeah and I think that's what people have to start doing Mm -hmm. you know Sometimes people blindly follow yeah. their leaders. And if you have the right leaders, they will tell you, you need to go home and do this yourself. Yeah. You need to go home and see what God is telling you. Yeah. Don't go by what I say. I yeah. had those kind of leaders. Yeah. They didn't tell me and to see, go by what they and, said. And, and I, I love, I love, I promise, I promise, I love my church family dearly. Yes. The one that I grew up with. I love those folks dearly. They are a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. But when it came time to like, 
get into because I grew up in in the church choir. I've been singing in church choir since I was yes. five years old. <laughs> so having a, a not to brag or nothing like that, but having a voice and and you know that was kind of the direction that I was pushed growing up in the church, which I appreciated because I love music. I still love music to this day. I still mm-hmm. have dreams of music music dreams to this day. But to to kind of to your point that was what was indicated as my my in my anointing mm-hmm. and i kind of already know how to sing so how do you grow into that and how do you take that and make it purposeful and make it and and, and how how do i learn how to study or 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if that's a you you i feel like there was a lot of emphasis on my quote unquote gift but not relationship and like it's not even that we've ne- we never discussed relationship in, in sermons or anything like that or Bible study because we used to go three times a week. We used to go Sunday, Tuesday for choir practice, Thursday, and sometimes on Saturday in the summertime. <laughs> and oh, I remember those days, man, girl. Like, so it, it wasn't. I won't say that there was a whole lot missing from the the content, but there was a lot missing from context. Okay, as far as how do I take this? As a as a as a young person in the church, as somebody who's growing, literally my formative years are in the church, because this is the decision that my parents have made for me. Y'all have chosen to to center my formative years in the church. So as I'm becoming a young woman, there are certain things that the church just does not provide. Mm-hmm. Well, traditional, I feel like traditional yeah. church just doesn't provide. They, of course, you know, they, they, they love to teach you to be a young lady, to respect yourself. You know, they, they teach you no sex till marriage and all that kind of stuff. They might not say it out loud, but that's the expectation. Yeah. Um, but like, I got all that baseline stuff, but when it came to actually like, okay, I'm out here in the world and I'm having to now kind of compare my morals and my values that I picked up in my formative years against everybody else who doesn't seem to have had the same experience as me. You've not taught me how to navigate that. You taught me it's to stick to my shock. morals. Right, yeah. right. It's culture shock. That's yeah. literally what it is. It is it is it is it's spiritual culture shock. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, y'all taught me how to how to do this while I'm in this environment. It's easy to keep how my morals while I'm, I'm in a, a in this environment. Ooh. But when I get out here in these streets, talk about it. It's a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. It is not necessarily that you haven't given me the proper or not. It's not necessarily that you haven't given me like fair warning. You done told me since I've been little that these boys don't want nothing but what's in my pants. Mm -hmm. I have a fair understanding of that. But you didn't tell me what to do when I want him to have what's in my pants. (laughs) You didn't tell me that part. (laughs) So like, come on now. Like, can we get into it, please? But any, but even just past that, mm-hmm. even just like, I don't ever feel like there was ever what what I find is, and which is like, that's important. But what I find to have been way more important to me specifically, because I don't really have that issue like now. But the the the, I feel like there was such a shunning of exploration of oneself and mm-hmm. spirituality, and it was so because it was so scared to break tradition that. It didn't allow for somebody to organically grow in Christ. Yeah. And that's why I had to step away. I I, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't think I had a... I had a parasitic relationship, but not in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mine was... I was always, like, for the longest time, fully involved in relationship and, and, and church and tradition or whatever for quite some time. But 
it was parasitic in the way that because nobody taught me that it wasn't a parasitic relationship and that not the importance of, of, of sacrifices that come with the relationship on my end and yeah. what that actually does and what it actually looks like. It was parasitic by default because I was expecting God to just do things and make things so. And all I have to do is just want it. All I have to do is just ask for it. And while that is true, also there's some stuff that comes with that. Right, there's some right. spiritual things that you need to understand to know how that works. And I didn't, ha- I didn't have that. And so it made it a lot easier for me to, when things didn't happen the way that I thought they should because of God, I'm done with you. I don't want to be with you no more. I'm, I'm breaking up with you. I'm... <laughs> Block me, delete my this number. Ain't going how it's, I thought it was supposed yeah, to go. Yeah, <laughs> like delete my number because I'm done with you. And so I, 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 that's can't delete God's number. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> you just can't do it. You just can't. Can't block them. Can't delete them. None em. of that. It's it's none of that. Like you could, you'll never get. God is the the one. And it's not even that God's gonna be. Yes, he's he's going to. You know, he's gonna. I won't even say that he's going to chase you, but he's going to put people in your life to make you realize how much you need him. Yeah. He's going to put, yeah, he's, he's gonna yes. he's gonna put you through situations and lessons to make you realize yeah. you're better off walking with him than you yeah. are by yourself. Because yeah. this is what you do by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you're this is what you're capable of by yourself. Mm-hmm. You really thought you had this without me. I'm gonna show you what life is like without me. Like, yeah, go ahead, and live it. And it sounds it and he sounds, lets you live it. And, yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh wait. Wait, yeah. wait, God, wait, God, wait, 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 hold, wait, up, wait hold up, hold up, hold up, wait don't keep walking, right, I'm coming, like, God, can we talk about this guy, can we, can we, can come we slow to, down, let right. me, let me catch up, <laughs> yes, for real, yes. and it, and it's, it's, it's like, we're laughing about it and joking about it, and then we're serious when we say this, but some people, like I say, baby newborn Christians, they'll hear that, and they'll be like, well, why is God so manipulative? Why is not. and it's not it's that's that's the thing it's not manipulation because God does nothing to hurt you he does mm-hmm. nothing to it's gonna put you in harm's way right he's not he trying truly to, does he want the absolute you, best for you yeah and he gives you free will yes and that's the most yes. loving thing that you can have in life is free will yes and and that's when you know it's God when you especially just like analyzing your relationships as with people you know, you will know if somebody is really meant to be there for you because it'll feel right. Yeah. When things start to feel wrong and you start to feel like you're being controlled in ways or things just aren't, it's not a healthy environment. That's when, that's when you need to one, sit with God and all right, God, what you trying to show me? Yeah. What are you trying to tell me? And then it's, it's time for you to make a move. And that move is either you're going to stick in that 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 manipulation that control that cycle of abuse or you're going to sit with god and see it and see where he's trying to take you now he may want you to sit in that because there may be something that you have to do within that yeah oh yeah and 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 those like the the craziest like see god and it's never boring it's never Never, boring no oh no you never get bored with god (laughs) never get bored and when it's so spontaneous yo it's it's fun (laughs) And you know we're fire, like it's yes, all it's yeah, a bunch of yeah, fire yeah, over yeah, here. So yeah. it's like we like spont we yeah. like spontaneity. Like yeah. it, it does something for us. Yeah. It's a turn Ooh, on. Show like, me something different, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, this is what we doing. I'm ready. Let's go. And for me, that's like the most exciting thing. Like God knows, I yeah. love. I like. I'm I'm a very active person. Mm-hmm. I'm also very like inactive at times. But when I'm active, oh, I'm up. 
yeah. I'm up. I'm going. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm there. <laughs> and he, he's taken me through experiences where I'm able to see when my exit is. He, he, I have, I think I've, I've got that lesson of when I need to exit. Yeah. Yep. Time for me to go. I feel like this I've, is, and that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best lesson oh you can gosh. get. Not only as a Christian, just as a person, person. As, a as person. an individual, as somebody who loves themselves, because you will put yourself in situations that you have no business in because yeah. you want to be there for somebody or you feel like you have to finish this. Yeah. No, 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 no. Or I feel like I have to exit in a way that mm-hmm. makes everything okay. Well, really, I just need to no, exit. No, you just need to exit. Yeah. It's time for you to go. Yeah. And that's where discernment comes in. And that's, that's when you are developed in that relationship with God enough to know He's going to let you. He's going to tell you when, yeah. and 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 like you said, it all. It's all about trust. It's all about trusting Him, and it's that faith to know that when it, it's also when you hear from Him, you have to know what's Him and what's you. Yeah, you really, you really <laughs> you have ooh, to know what's turn, Him ooh, and what's you. <laughs> you have to. Oh, it's so important to figure out that difference because you will do things. On an impulse and, mm-hmm. and mistake it for God. And it's not God. And it's not God. And now you're sitting back trying to figure out, well, God, I thought I did what you was wanting me to do or what you told me to do. Mm-hmm. And really, if you really sit back and think about it, That's what you, you done sat up overthinking about something, obsessing over something, and, and you are tired of, of waiting on God to fix it or waiting on God to tell you or waiting on God to move. And so you have shot yourself in the foot acting on the impulse mm-hmm. because you're at that point, you're predicting what God wants you to do. You're not letting him tell you. And so you shoot yourself in the foot and especially I, I feel like I've literally I've just learned this lesson. Not that I feel like I've shot myself in the foot, but I, I feel like I've just like truly like I, I'm, I feel like I've, I've gotten to the point where I've stopped mm-hmm. second guessing it. Yeah. Like and, and I, it's, it's, it's again because it is growth. It is like gradual. You you can. At times, you know exactly, yeah, God was like, nah, so I'm going to step away. But then there are those moments where you, because of that flesh again, that flesh is like, hold on, wait a minute. We was kind of having fun. <laughs> we was kind of, you know, we was kind of, we or at least the expectations of this outcome, this situation, if I mm-hmm. just let this be, it might be something. So hold on, wait a minute. God might be tripping. Like, you know, but God ain't tripping. God, God always knows. He always knows best. Yeah. And so I've finally gotten to a place where I've stopped, even if I'm having a time in my life, if God said you got to go or I got to exit this situation or the circumstance, I just got to, even mm-hmm. if it feel good, even if I'm having the best time of my life right now, if God say, speak to me right now, I'm getting up and I'm gone. Because what I've learned is that as soon as you choose obedience, because that's the thing, a lot of people have an issue with obedience as well. But as soon as you choose obedience to yeah, God, think about the times we're in too. Feel it's like, all about me. Yeah, like I won't. And, 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 <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, like I make decisions for me. Like who you think you're talking to? Like yeah. you can't tell me nothing, type. Mm-hmm. But with God, you gotta let go all of that. And it's and it's it's it's, it's, it's hard. Right it's hard for people to yeah. do. It's it's difficult for people to kind of understand that. Like I'm saying, surrenderance to God is completely different than surrendering and obedience to man. It is, and, and you know sometimes. I think people are too proud and that's that's like what it is and in this time and age and day and goodness this tech period that we're in it's almost hard 
to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the norm to be boastful, to be egotistic, yeah. and all about self. People look self. at you crazy when you're not. Yes, and it's like it's that's almost a foreign thing for you to be like you know involved in in other people's success and you know just a a, a community driven person. It's almost like a foreign thing. It's like what are you doing? Yeah, you know, and it's like. For, it's strange for those people who are so self-centered that, you know, they can only grasp the concept of caring about self yeah. and not caring about others. When for for somebody who who is, you know, uh, people centered, they um, you you're the kind of person that it's more fulfilling for you to yeah. Yeah, do yeah, yeah. for others than it is to do for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And because you understand that mm-hmm. doing for others generally makes you a better feel person. better feel like it a, makes you feel, feel better yes, yes, yes. and it's just like that i'm i'm able to deny myself and give you this like that feels good to do yeah and but there's balance with it. you can't do it too much because then you'll wear yourself yeah. out and give away all your energy and that's where you know again relationship comes in with god because he will tell you when you're doing too much yes. and you got to be ready to listen he will tell you to sit down in the hot seat yeah, and, and, and it's not that he's trying to deny you anything because what's for you is for you. You're going to get it regardless, even if you're not doing what you need to do. You're going to get it because yeah. God wants you to have it. But he's protecting you from certain things when he tells you to exit. He's protecting you from certain things when he's like, all right, it's time to go. Because mm-hmm. he sees everything. We don't. Yeah. He sees everything. He's no, He knows what's going to happen next. He knows what he needs you there for and yeah. what he don't need you there for. Yeah. And when he tells you to leave, it's time to go because guaranteed what's coming next, you're not prepared for. Yeah. And you don't need to be in and it's going to bring harm to you. Yeah. And then you're going to be looking at God like, God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? And you might not even, you might not even realize it right away either. Because I think we also have to learn that patience is a really big thing with God as well. He teaches, he uses so many situations to teach us patience. <laughs> careful what you ask for girl <laughs> I you, ask for when patience I tell you when I tell ago. you when I first started praying for patience Ooh. when I first I did not know you didn't know what you're asking for I didn't know yeah. and I, I didn't, didn't either know it's okay that, I didn't like, either I didn't know that God teaching you patience requires patience mm-hmm. and it's it's and it's a hard cycle to break but you gotta put yourself through it because once you learn how to be patient and you learn how many it's not even just how to be patient it's how how to recognize when somebody's being patient with you how to 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 express patience in a way that is not self-centered how to express patience with compassion but also how to know when your patience is being tested and overwhelmed in a way that it doesn't need like god doesn't just give you like a a a one lesson you know, study on something. He bre- he really takes time to break things down for you. And I think that alone is what has kind of developed this love within myself for learning and education and, mm. and even sharing information and teaching people things. That's why I love doing my job every day. Yeah. Because, like, God has taught me the importance of truly dissecting and analyzing and understanding things at from, all the way from the foundation to the top. And I think... If more people understood that, if more people could gain that that learn that that love of learning, relationships in general, not just with God, but relationships in general, start to become a lot easier because the more you practice learning and educating yourself and, and 
understanding and comprehending things. Imagine what that could do with you when you are finding this this bond with another person. And, and, and for whatever reason, there's this bond that's been mm-hmm. created. But imagine actually getting to know a person, not just like the, the stuff that we call getting to know people, like going mm-hmm. on dates and asking, you know, what, what what's your favorite color and what and what what are your future plans? And yeah, I mean, really getting to know a person, you know, something that I do to get to know people. Mm-hmm. I ask the most bizarre questions that they never hear. Like for for one one thing that I've done with men, I want to know their flaws. Tell me your flaws. And that way I'm able to tell them mine and 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 it just keeps that that, that transparency of okay. Oh. This is what I'm dealing with, you know? And I think that, that it, it causes, like you said, for you to really get to know that person yeah. in a way that you wouldn't have known had you not asked. Yeah. You would have had to figure out. Yeah. And I think that there's something so special about learning, but I also understand the other side of it as to why people don't want to learn. Of course. It's yeah. it's you're not you're no longer in bliss. It's yeah. so much easier to live in bliss and to live in not it's, knowing it's, yeah because it's it's it's, cause it's comfortable at that point you're yeah you're operating on comfort and you're operating on expectation and mm-hmm. you don't really have to do any research when you expect something because you expect it yeah regardless and so you don't really have to dig into it as long as you know like i think again i love us to death but ladies we have we have certain tendencies i think we walk into a lot of situations especially with men with expectations and that we don't always convey. Yeah, that we don't always convey. But also, you are giving expectations to a man who had no intention to ever meet any of those or or doesn't even have the skills to meet any of those expectations. But we have them and because he's so cute and we like him and he, he knows how to have a good time. We're hoping that eventually he'll meet those expectations without actually doing the, like, like we said, the learning part, the getting mm-hmm. to know part, the, okay, these are my expectations and... I'm just, I'm not going to probe too hard. And I had to learn how to stop doing that as well. I'm not going to probe too hard because I don't want to lose the chance to get some of these expectations fulfilled. Right. If I find <laughs> something out or if Which I is quite say selfish. the wrong thing. Exactly. It's very selfish Exactly. Because at that point, I'm only thinking about myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not even thinking, thinking about, about that yeah. man at that point. Exactly. And you know, like, and this is so like far beyond where we are. <laughs> it really is. we're on the topic of women and men. I just, I, I've been... I'm the kind of woman, I'm a very independent woman. And there is this wave, <laughs> there is this wave of women who, you know, that are extremely independent as well, but they are allowing these men to be dependent upon them. Mm. And then you got the women who, you know, are, are pimping these men. And I get yeah. it, ladies. I get it. Because for so for such a long time, yeah. we took on so much and we dealt with so much. Yeah. And I get it. You feel the need to, you know, let's get back at them. But yeah. there's a way to do things. And the way things are being done right now, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just feel the need to speak on it. It's wrong. It's not right what y'all doing. And you're hurting. You're hurting, and you're hurting these guys, and you think you're getting paid and you're getting money. Yeah, you might be rich in other ways, but spiritually, you're hurting, Mm -hmm. and you're drained. And you need to to get connected to somebody because uh, your bank account may may got a lot of zeros in it. Mm -hmm. But what is your heart saying? 
what is your spirit saying? Are you even connected with that spirit? You know, I just I just felt the need to no, say I, that. I, I, I get it. I mean, listen, this is this is what we're here for. Yeah. Because like I said, I'm I don't proclaim to have the one and only perspective on you know relationship or spirituality or anything like that. And I feel like we have to be open enough to talk about these kinds of things because this is what we're 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 dealing with currently right now. Mm-hmm. This is the culture right now. Yeah. Like, and I, I I've been the first to I, I'll be the first to say that I don't a lot of the stuff that is, is the culture quote unquote right now I don't relate to because I don't live that lifestyle like you yeah, were just saying. Same. I don't live the life of the girl who like. I ain't hating. Like, girl, get it how you live it. Like, but I, I loves me some city girls. I loves me some Megan Thee Stallion. But like, I don't. I'm, I don't live the the life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't. And I don't, to an extent, I don't think those women do either. I mean, and that's the, that's what I, I think, think it's I've, an image, I've, I've and it, and that's what I'm. That's what I mean. It, it it's hard to see because I'm like, are you women really living this? And that's. But you know what? That's but you're the thing. leading these women, these these young girls too. I don't know. I don't know. Like I. And that's the thing, I don't even get too, too invested to even know that much. Yeah. So they may be living it, they may not. But I've, I've just, there are certain things that I've understood. Like, the re, uh, the, I, I listen to City Girls, I'll put it that way. I don't, I'm not like a fan, quote unquote, but I, I listen to their music. Yeah, because it sounds nice and it's like when I'm feeling myself and I want to be cute real quick and I'm driving to the club in the car, I'm, I'm bumping some City Girls because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that right now. But... I think what I, the people like artists, artistically people that I gravitate to are people who are like truly talking about the the painful stuff, the real stuff, the yeah. the straightforward stuff. Like I love a Summer Walker, although I think a lot of her personal stuff is just nuts. Yeah, but I love her music <laughs> yes. because of the expression, the art in it. Mm-hmm. Versus a Megan Thee Stallion, which again I don't really particularly relate to any of her music, but I relate to that girl because I know her backstory. That girl yeah. is is she's independent as hell. She's in school. She she she's about her business. Like she really, I really don't believe that she lives this life of like international pimp. Yeah, as she claims to be, and that's where I'm like, you know, I get it. I get you're making your money, but it's like the same time we have to be so mindful of how we're impacting others, mm-hmm. and and that just goes along back to relationship yeah. how are you impacting others because what's going on with you what is the relationship with yourself yeah what is your relationship with you you know and and there are things you know of course because i'm in media because i model and mm-hmm. i see these things there are expectations. i'm mindful yeah i'm mindful and the kind of body i have yeah i know the Which, expectations in case y'all didn't know, got that fatty oh my god <laughs> No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I, but I know, and see, that's also, like, again, this is why I'm using you. Because, again, we have a lot of different experiences yeah. with this whole relationship thing. You are a girl who probably from a very young age was all, like, men were on you because no of your idea. body. You have no idea. And so even that whole dynamic of, of trying to figure out relationships, I know that had to be different for you. Because I come from a place where I felt invisible growing yeah. up. I didn't have the the, the booty I or be the invisible. Like I, exactly like and it was kind of the same thing for me. I could not be invisible, but I was I because I was a, a very big girl, so I wasn't invisible to anybody. Everybody could see me, but I felt invisible. Versus mm-hmm. you, you felt like you were always on display. Yeah, yes. And I know that's that has to be difficult to navigate that feeling. Versus I'm trying Like some of these boys is cute Some of these boys is saying some stuff That might sound nice Like I don't know I, I don't particularly 
I feel like I'm just actually getting to that part in life. Like I, I've, I'm starting to, to to truly like. I feel like I'm going through puberty at 27. <laughs> I'm and not, not gonna but hold you know you. what? Nothing's wrong with that because you have to think about your experience too. In my experience, you know, you grew up with your grandmother primarily, um, and she she is how many years older than you? She's you know, like, there's like what a 60 years pretty much yeah difference yeah. in age. So for her, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to get this young lady to to be an adult. Like, yeah. And it wasn't necessarily, let me show her how to be a woman. It, girl, that's exactly what it was. She was just, I'm just trying to get you to 18. Yeah. Make sure you get to school. She make literally sure. has said this. I don't I know how to young. show you how to yeah. be a woman. It's yeah. a different time. Yeah. 60 years ago, you know, I mean, you're 40 years ago from the time that you were born. She was, you know, she yeah. was becoming a woman. And so what, what she learned and how she was trained and brought up to be a completely different time she's not even equipped to show you how to deal with this time and age so for you it's totally acceptable for me i was around i have a million sisters and cousins and women in my life that are like you know they're figuring out womanhood and i'm learning by observing them so for me it was a different experience i was able to just watch be like, mm, don't want to do that. Mm, ooh, that looks good. Ooh, she knows what she's doing. Oh, she seems to get. Oh, hey, okay. Oh, girl. Oh, I'm gonna do that. You know. Yeah. So I was able. It was picking up uh, those secondhand. Man, like my yeah. experience. The and I'm so so grateful. Like I'm as, as many flaws and you know as crazy as my family can be. I have learned so much just by watching them, watching the women, and you know friends too. So. It, I was able to see different walks of lives and take what I wanted from those different walks and learn so much of what not to do. And it's put me in this place where I am today at 23. And I'm like, I feel like I'm 30 in the way. And sometimes people <laughs> yeah, think yeah, I yeah, am yeah, older yeah. because yeah. of, I, I'm just, a, I don't know. My mom's always said I had an old soul. Old soul. Yeah. I hear that a lot too. Yeah. But I, I, but I know that comes from just being raised by a literal old soul. Mm-hmm. So I take that with a grain. And I feel like, and it's so funny you said that, because I feel like the people that I usually have the best, like, connections with are old souls. Are old souls. <laughs> yes. Like, if I think about it, everybody in my friend group, for the most part, is an old soul. Old soul. Mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. just stick together for whatever reason. See, but I'm, 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 that's where I'm a little, I do like old souls. I, but I like my fun people. I like my people yeah. who know how to like For sure. keep it fresh For and sure. party and young. Like I love that because yeah. I'm like I like excitement. I like adventure. I like mm-hmm. doing things that I wouldn't typically do. Like, that's- but there's levels to old soul. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I feel like. A lot of fun people also double as old souls. Like yeah. I feel like, like for instance, we uh, Doe. Yeah. Doe. Oh God. Is a, is he's an old like man, an old he's, man. He's an old man. But like I know, if I'm trying to get lit, if I'm trying to see where 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 the turn up at, mm-hmm. Doe Doe he He's yeah. plugged in he like that. Mm-hmm. Like so, it, it, it's I, I love those kind of people. But I, I know that like, and even again, getting off on the tangent. I, I, I agree that having those young or those fun people around is dope, but I find that I also end up making a lot of younger friends as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even that, there most of the time y'all are young souls, but like y'all being younger, y'all still got that energy or just that's something different a little bit yeah. that gets me like, that okay. Innocence, okay. that excitement yeah, yeah, yeah. of life. Yeah. yeah, and like being an auntie, because mm-hmm. I don't have no children, but being an auntie, I love like having conversations. Yes, I love having conversations. Oh my gosh, girl, don't get me started. (laughs) 
<laughs> but but I love having conversations with my nephew because like or just overhearing some of his conversations with his friends and his yeah. interactions with his friends and it's, it's like, so interesting yes it's so how old is your nephew one time that used to be me on, on my little high school stuff but I don't remember sounding it like oh that's so cute Oh, <laughs> how like, old is he he's 15 okay he just okay. turned 15 oh wow oh yes. oh so he's Matter fact, really no, 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 like he's about to turn 15 okay yes we, our birthday are very close I think it's I'm sure his birthday is March 7th and mine's the 22nd but yeah he's about to be 15 he's a freshman right now in high school but just hearing like just some of the interactions with the friends and yeah. like just uh, talk to my sister about the, the 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 arguments they get into and and all that kind of stuff. Like ugh, I remember those days, <laughs> such simpler times. And he really think that it's like the end of the world right now, but he has oh, no idea. Baby, you have no idea. No idea. Like, but still, like just I, I love being plugged in with him because he mm-hmm. also teaches me things. Yeah. And I I, I I was having this conversation with Dom uh, the other day, which is another mutual friend of ours. Um, I I'm determined to be that OG who just never loses touch. I want to know all the new music. I want to know all the new slang because I want to be able to act, always keep that open dialogue yeah. with younger generations. And, you, and, and that's, I think that's where, you know, man, relationship is coming in again. Yeah. Because if you think about the relationship that's between, you know, um, the generation before millennials and uh, what is that? Gen X. Gen yeah. X and baby boomers. Yeah. Gen X and baby boomers. So that relationship between them millennials and gen z's there's a disconnect yeah there's a huge disconnect and i know that there are people working to connect that and bring that back but i think with i mean if you look at the the way that history went as these generations were developing that's where the big disconnect came from you know we millennials and gen z's you know we're we're trying to move things forward mm-hmm. and you still have people who are still stuck in, you know, in, in the, the, the old ways and old times. Did this stop recording? No, I it's still it going. Is. Oh, I wanted to make sure my bad. How, how Ooh, far, girl, how I far in are we? We are like an hour in, <laughs> but that's typically where, where yeah. I am before mm-hmm. I chop it. But, okay. but yeah, like you have that big disconnect between these generations and I feel like, um, I'm so happy that you were able to say that, you know, I want to stay hip yeah. and fresh. And I young got to. And I want to know what the new slang is because that's how you stay connected to those younger generations. And that's how you're able to teach them what they need to really be doing to help the next generation. And we also have to, I really want for us to get into a a, a point. I want our generation, well, my generation, yeah, specifically. You're Gen Z. You're, you're barely a Gen Z. Barely. I'm like millennial Gen Z. Right. right like you're cusp. right on the cusp right <laughs> yeah. there. But me as a millennial, and I know knowing that Gen Z is up next, I really want for, I don't want for them to feel the way that we feel about Gen X. Yeah. Which is that they are very resistant to all things millennial they are very just like disapproving of everything they don't care about anything that we're interested in they think we don't know anything i mean that's just the the collective feeling that i get from a lot of millennials it's like gen gen x just they don't they don't have no faith in us at all mm-hmm. and we hear them speak that way quite often and i've caught like a lot of my which is sad because you guys are the future yeah like- you're leading us into the future so it makes no sense right because they're going to be the ones left behind. If exactly. you think about it, who's running things? 
Exactly. Who's running it's, things? It's always the youth. Like that's it's what I've youth, learned. The youth is running things. That's what and, I've and learned. The youth always eventually yes. runs things. That's just the, the the way of life. That's how life works. Society changes according and that to doesn't the mean, youth. That doesn't mean that you know, as we grow older, we become less purposeful. It just means that the older we get, the more we have to grapple with and understand and and take on the responsibility of preparing mm-hmm. the next generation. If we truly are even, if we truly even give a damn about this whole human existence thing yes if we conti- if we decide that we want to continue this this thing yeah <laughs> not that it's even our 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 decision to make but for the time being we need to be moving in a way that sets up again those those future generations up in a way that is productive that is that is not critical you can be you can you can give constructive criticism as long as it's constructive mm. don't tell someone that they're they you put your fears upon yeah or your yeah. insecurities mm-hmm. or or even like again jumping back to this whole music thing that I, we were talking about a little bit earlier it's gotten to 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 a point for me with music that again i i, I said I don't relate to a lot of the music that's out these days, but I understand that a lot of these, these Gen Zs, they love this stuff. It's it's there for us. It's 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 there. Yin Yang Twins and 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 Nelly and and you know Destiny's Child and and all that stuff. They are having that moment right now. The the very same stuff that we felt built our great music taste that we we yeah. all feel we have right now. <laughs> that stuff was built on Fifty Cent uh, uh, and and uh, Twenty Questions. And that that for at least for me it was built yeah. on that. It was built on um Chris Brown, the 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 very first album and Ooh, it was built on I've been uh, listening to that album. Yeah, it was built on Keisha Cole and Ashanti and and like at the time that was just the new pop and music mm-hmm. that probably the old timers didn't care for that much, but it was still part of who makes me who I am and why I love the music that I love today and why I look at some of this new stuff and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. It, that's just part of life. We yeah, all get is. to that point. It is. And I don't want to be that kind of elder who I'm always spending my time discouraging or down talking the expression of the youth. I don't want to ever, because that, what it does is after a while it stifles expression. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, if we really continue on this path, it begins to stifle expression or, or it begins to like, edit expression but i feel like there's mm-hmm. there's room for true expression we just got to figure out how to begin if we stay plugged into this younger generation i can i can write a, a song with a message with some 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 dope lyrics but these young folks they know what production sound like these days they know what what you know arrangement will, will get them you they know what's gonna pop on tiktok they know which one of these lyrics is gonna be the one that they use for that tiktok that goes viral like we just got to find a way to mesh the two and we got to we got to fix this disconnect between generations and i think that's that's where that's where that disconnect happened with those with those generations yeah. you know you know you got gen x they grew up in kind of like the, the age of dinosaurs you know <laughs> like they were coming into that techno period yeah. so like many of them were holding on to what they had already learned and some of them were like all right let me learn what's yeah. going on or and and those were the people who it's so it's again it's another oxymoron because if you think about it they were the generation who 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 were building the tech and and putting the tech and put you know pushing us to a a a techno world yeah and then millennials were the ones brought up in it you inherited it and then gen z's 
you know, we're like they're they're now at the phase full blown. Of, like this is not, our they world. They haven't inherited anymore. They are at the they're at the world. phase of creating it now. Creating, they are manifesting yes. things they're within it within the technology yeah. that has been created and put forth for them yeah. to to manifest. You know, and and I think that's where the disconnect happened. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, 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 you're all going into this tech world, and two, you got to think on 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 a on a religion side of things you know technology for some strange reason equates to you know satanism or worship of the like no that is not the same thing like like uh, like for whatever like it, it i've always found it weird that people love to like share share videos of like td jakes or these old like prophetesses and, and stuff like they love sharing those videos but when pastors actually started embracing social media and like doing virtual sermons and stuff oh that's that's not the way that like that's what i've i've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've yeah. seen it so many oh, that's not the way that that's meant to be y'all and supposed to be in a church house way. and uh, think about it now we're in it's a day the only it's the way. only way you can I stay been, connected i've been going to church online <laughs> Before COVID, <laughs> let me tell you. Boy, the days I didn't want to go to church. <laughs> Man, and I they would make, they used to, and, and I would the feel so guilty. House so quick. Yes. I, I would feel so guilty about it, but it's like, no. God gives us a chance to connect to Him in so many, so many ways. ways. Why wouldn't this be one? Right. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and just like the, the, those, there's a disconnect with these generations. There's a disconnect with the people in God. Yeah. It's, there's a disconnect. And, and once I, I believe, I truly yeah. believe that, you know, as Gen Z's develop and, you know, the generation that comes after us develop, millennials will not be the generation to be like, okay, I don't know what y'all want. We're going to keep doing it this way while y'all develop. I don't, I, I truly believe that. We are all going to mesh again. It's all going to happen. And I think that's where people truly will start to understand how to develop that relationship with God. There is such a, a riff in, 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 in the, the people right now. Yeah. And until that riff is mended and sewn back together again, it, it's going to be really hard for people to even want to hear from God and seek him because they don't know how. They've been led to to believe this and that, and they haven't really been shown how to properly do that. And I believe our generation, your generation, is the start to that. Yeah, I, it I truly think is. I, I I truly am. I'm hopeful because I've heard. I've, I'm, I'm beginning to hear a lot more of my peers say it. Mm-hmm. They really want to make that effort to stay connected to the youth. Yeah, and to to really create relationships with young people that are lasting and that are purposeful and that are like I honestly think we're the generation of wanting to give everything we never got yeah I yeah. think we're really top of mind with that I like I we always talk in generational wealth we always talk in gen, breaking generational curses like that is our love language at this mm-hmm. point and I think because of that I have a lot of faith in us that we will like you said bend that 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 rip that riff that that tear and and, and that disconnect and I think it will play its part towards kind of healing some of this brokenness that people feel when they embrace or are trying to embrace God yeah oh I'm so happy <laughs> that you got to come and do an episode with me this is great oh my gosh I love this we have to do this more often yes. we have to do this I'm down we have I'm to. so down oh because we talked about so much we did oh I love it I love but it, it all tied it. in it really it truly all yeah because in. truly it is it, it's it's 
I invited you here today to talk about surrounding ourselves with people who, you know, are grappling with relationship, but when you are speaking with somebody who knows relationship, y'all end up talking about relationship and relationship in so many in different aspects. Facet, yes. And and that's too like don't don't be afraid, you know, as you embark on the journey with God, don't be afraid to, you know, explore and learn yeah. in different ways from different people from different backgrounds yeah it'll teach you talk so much to people. talk Get to, to people. people and don't be even if they don't believe in the way you believe still talk to them and you also have to know that not every opportunity is an opportunity to try and convert either yes it's not that's sometimes not, god yeah. needs you to just learn something real quick learn something yeah and and it's yeah. okay it's yeah. okay yeah because so okay. what i've learned um just from living it you could be well versed in the scripture and if you ain't ready you just ain't ready Mm -hmm. it truly is about god gifting gifting us with with choice and like as you said before free will and it's for an an individual to make that choice Mm -hmm. that's where it starts that's where truly digging into relationships starts and it's not it's not that I, and I, I've even said this before, but it's not that I do this podcast to persuade or convince, but I feel like if you're even entertaining the possibility of my podcast, because you know, I, I've made the, the name of it very, very, very straightforward. Very straightforward, yes. But I feel like if you've come this far, there's something in your mind somewhere. And you may not even be ready to, to, to explore that just yet. Yeah. But this is just a glimpse of what that exploration can lead to. Just That's to all I'm here to be. It's just a seed. It's, it's just Planting a little CBC. Seed. God just a little will water seed. over time. Yeah, you absolutely. Will. But thank you so much, Miss TT. Thank you for having me. Uh, this was amazing. I feel like really good right now. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I hope. I, and, and let's leave on that note. I feel the TT spirit. feels good. I feel good. And hopefully, if you were listening, you feel just as good. And you know what I always say. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. And be blessed. Be blessed.